0: My name is Mottie Church, and welcome to one of the greatest wilderness waterways in all North America. Today we find ourselves here in northern Minnesota. This chain of lakes serves as a boundary line between the United States and Canada. For centuries until the early 1800s, this beautiful country was known only to French trappers and our native people. For our study today we have traveled to these boundary waters to the shores of the Lake of the Woods and the historically infamous Massacre Island. The story of this little island is both tragic and sad yet out of it comes a lesson of valor and kindness that we would like to talk about today. In the year 1736 a Catholic priest along with 20 other men, were paddling three large canoes east to a village crossroads to purchase provisions for their mission outposts. As they came by this island, they were confronted by a band of foreign outlaw Sioux Indians. Forced to the shore, the priest and his men were all brutally killed and desecrated. 14 years later, this fear was deepened when another priest and six of his companions were also attacked and killed on these same lake area islands. Not only did this violence bring fear to the hearts of all who lived around these parts, but it also brought deep embarrassment to our local native brothers and sisters. The local natives who lived around here at that time were people who only wished to live in peace and harmony and wished only to get along with those who lived around them. Years went by and the fear of being attacked by hostile Indians began to subside. Many settlers came from the east to locate in this so-called Lake of the Woods country, just south of here in the beautiful shorelands of the Roseau Valley. The Roseau Valley area in many ways is a virtual paradise with its abundant timber and fertile farming lands. Moose, deer and elk are in abundance and some of the best fishing in the world was found here. The springtime, summer and fall seasons are something very special to experience here. But then in the fall of 1890 all the fears of the past were renewed when the impact of the South Dakota Indian uprisings such as the Battle of the Little Bighorn and the ghost dancing frenzy shook our nation. It was maliciously reported that the Sioux Chiefs had visited the local Red Lake Minnesota reservation and had talked the Minnesota Native people there into killing all the local white people in the Rosel Valley Country. To this day no one knows how the rumor got started but it spread like wildfire. These rumors were simply not true. Yet, because of the past history, fear turned to panic. And in January of 1891, the nervous white settlers began fleeing the beautiful Roseau Valley region. But here's where our story takes an interesting turn. And it perfectly illustrates a spiritual principle which our Creator wants all of us to learn. You see, After the settlers had fled their homes and farms, the authorities sent scouts back to check out the Indian situation. Ironically, when they reached the abandoned settlements, they found only the friendly local Indians at work, preventing losses on the farms of the white settlers who had fled the area. After the former settlers were notified with the good news, most returned to find their farms and livestock in flawless condition thanks to the valor and the kindness of these local native brothers and sisters. The lesson that we can learn here is this, when God's spirit is in the hearts of his people they'll be kind and respectful towards one another. This godly spirit produces a community based on caring, respect and devotion to a common cause. You know I would have loved to have met some of these kind brothers and sisters of ours back in those days but you know naturally they have all passed away. However the other day I had the privilege of meeting one of the great-grandchildren of one of these Indians who took care of their settlers homes and livestock. It was an act that restored peace and prosperity to this country. I asked my newfound friend, Sam Gibbons, if he would mind telling us about his great-grandfather by the name of Honest John.
1: My name is Charles Sam Gibbons from Buffalo Point. My great-grandfather was John Lightning, one of the unsung heroes of Rosal County. When the first white man came over here, they started settling little farmers in Roswell County. At that time, there was no the county; they just settled on the land. Now, there, grabbing mm. chunks here and there and everywhere, they thought they could make a living. And they befriended the Indians that were here. He didn't have any money. The Indian didn't have any money. But they had a lot of stuff. They had meat, fish, that they got from their environment. He went over there and traded with a farmer. Pretty soon he was well known in the area. His name was John Lightning. And so, one day he walked over to the farm, nobody there. Walked over to the next farm, nobody there. The next farm, nobody there. Some of the stoves were still warm. Wood stoves, cook stoves were still warm. Some of the fires that were built outside had ashes. But I was still warm, made the round, and we went back home. Nobody home, we can't figure that out. In the meantime, there was a rider going around these farms telling the people that the Indians were going to have an uprising, and they all left. They only took the clothes on their back, maybe, and that was it. They left. Old man, lightning, he went walking around these farms again. Nobody home. Wondering what had happened. So the next time he came again, Dr. John, he noticed that the cattle were lowing and wanted to be fed and wanted to be watered and everything like that. So he took care of all the animals that were left. At the farm, all the way around on Lake of the Woods, he didn't come back until the next spring. They left over the winter and come back over. There. They figured everything would be all burnt up and things like that after an uprising. Nothing was touched. Uh, the only man that they seen walking around was the old man Lightning. So they thought oh, we're gonna give him a name. We'll call him we'll call him honest John. We'll call him honest John. And we're around these farms, trading, giving fish to the people and things like that. That's how they helped. He's one of the unsung heroes of Lakewood County in Roseau County. I think it was the goodness that we all are inbred in. I would say he lived it. These are the unspoken things of an Indian because he lives his religion. I think all the facts that are given comes from what you did. Today, all the things that we have come from the great spirit. They don't stand apart like this, they're like this. Hard to pull apart, all these things that we have on you like this. This way you can pull them apart, easy, easy, easy to do. But this way is hard. Pull apart. All the things that we have learned have come from there. From upstairs, the great spirit Look down upon us every day, gives us the sunshine, gives us the rain, gives us the clouds that cover our earth. All the things that we have we cherish are there for us to look at and give thanks for.
0: You know, the example that was demonstrated by his great-grandfather of kindness and unselfishness is exactly what our Creator wishes to develop in you in me. You see, When all things are said and done in this old world, when we walk into heaven, we will find these kind of people joining us there. You see, it's part of God's work today to develop in you and me the character of Jesus. And as a result of this, sin will be eradicated forever. the book of heaven puts it this way whatever man does to plot against the Lord the Lord will bring to an end sin with its arrogance and rebellion will not arise a second time letting him lead brings peace to the hearts of those who are our neighbors now and our heavenly neighbors later the book of heaven says There will be no harm or hurt in all of God's kingdom. For the earth will be as full of the knowledge of the Lord as the sea is full of water. Heaven's eternal security boils down to trusting in God to be in control of our lives now, having the courage to do what is right and the unwavering desire to be honest and loving. What a fun and awesome place to canoe as i was saying my friends this beautiful character trait of jesus is something that god wishes to develop in us day by day hour by hour and minute by minute but how does this work you ask this comes by being born of the spirit in other words learning to be consistently open and allowing the holy spirit to remodel and direct everything in our lives. Not only that, but actually helping us to put into practice what He teaches us. My friends, this is God's gift to you and to me. The Book of Heaven says, I will put within you a new heart and a new spirit. One of the first things the Holy Spirit will do is to reveal to us the importance of what the Bible calls the law of liberty. These are the Ten Commandments. He will open our minds to help us to see the security and safety He has always planned for us behind every one of these commandments that He's given us. This is the bondage-breaking beauty of God's loving laws. I will put my laws in your minds and write them on your hearts. You see, after we accept Jesus' incredible gift of salvation, it is God's plan for us to remain active. Not only will he give us the power to free us from these habits that would destroy our lives, but also he will impart to us his gifts of peace, joy, and the ability to become caring towards others. All these gifts come to you and to me when we allow the Holy Spirit to help us to step out in faith, to do what God wants us to do. Teach me, O Lord, the meaning of your statues, and I will keep it to the end. Help me to keep your commandments, because they bring me happiness. Here is another thing that we all must understand. Not any of us are perfect. We are all weak and will always be weak until Jesus comes again. We all need help even to desire what is right and this only the Creator can put in our hearts. The Apostle Paul, who at one time felt so self-sufficient, clearly taught us the lesson that God had given him. My grace is all you need. My power is best seen through you when you're weak. When you are weak, that's when you're strong. One of the hardest things that we have to learn to accept is that because of our carnal minds weakened from thousands of years of sin, it's impossible for any of us to be truly good in our own strength. The Book of Heaven puts it this way, Can an Ethiopian change his skin, or the leopard its spots? Then may you also do good, who are accustomed to do evil. This is why Jesus said, You must abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, unless it abides in the vine, neither can you, unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. My friend, if there's any lesson that I have learned and continue to learn, is that if there's any good in Monty Church, it's because the Creator put it here. It's impossible for me to be truly good on my own and we are all in the same boat. Here you might be asking, was it the Creator who put the kindness in the heart of Honest John to help out those settlers who fled for their lives? The answer is yes, he did. You see, the Great Spirit works in our hearts as much as we allow him to. So it's up to us to choose to walk from darkness to the light. The Creator tells us Jesus is the true light which gives light and strength to every man who comes into the world. Even those who may not know about Jesus in his plan of salvation. The Holy Spirit seeks to lead through their conscience. This is clearly revealed in their attitude of choosing to do what they know to be right. The scripture says they do what God says though they never heard of his laws. They live out the principles of his laws because they are morally upright people. They give evidence that the principles of the law are written in their hearts because their consciences are guided by God. The great news is that whenever we allow the Holy Spirit to lead in our lives in any way, great things happen. This is called faith, which God will reward with a life of peace and happiness. It's important to note that the book of heaven does warn us to be careful not to lose our faith by refusing the leading of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, consider the goodness of God toward you if you continue in this goodness, otherwise you will be cut off. You see, the Holy Spirit will empower you to overcome bad habits and tendencies and to be genuinely caring and patient with others. But you must let him do that. He will open your heart and mind to give you wisdom to see the bigger picture of what's going on in life so you can make better decisions. Whenever we choose to allow the Holy Spirit to live in our lives and to lead us, everything changes. We will learn how to despise wickedness and sinfulness and love righteousness. You see, this is what heaven's warriors' hearts are like. The only thing that Jesus wishes us to do is to work at allowing Him to guide us, opening ourselves to His leading. Now how do we do this? This comes through constant prayer and by the words of God Almighty as revealed in the Book of Heaven. Jesus beckons us to learn to pray without ceasing. This means when you are frustrated or confused or have unanswered questions, God longs for you to turn your hearts toward Him in prayer and to seek His wisdom. Those who do this will truly find the source of divine power. The Book of Heaven says, and pray for the power of the Spirit at every encounter, because your life depends on it. You may say, this sounds very serious. You mean to tell me my life depends on it? Yes, it does, my friends. Though we are in no way perfect yet, God is able, through our actions, to show the universe, Satan, and all the angels that we have a willing, teachable spirit before our Creator. He then can mold us and make us after His will throughout all eternity. Because of this attitude in our hearts, Jesus can then openly give us eternal life. Everyone in heaven will have the same mind of wanting to live only God's way. They crave to keep all of God's commandments. They know that everything he asks us to do brings a great blessing to us. This desire and attitude of having Jesus' character in us is what will make heaven a safe place forever. This all happens because of our constant choice of living under the leadership of the Holy Spirit. And this, my friends, gives Jesus the reason He needs to save us. All of our good works are dependent on a power outside of ourselves. Therefore, there needs to be a continual reaching out of the heart after God. A constant, earnest confession of sin and humbling of the soul before Him. Friends, are you learning to allow the Holy Spirit to lead you not only day by day, but minute by minute? Are you learning to follow His teaching and His plan for your life? If you are, I guarantee you, you got everything to gain and absolutely nothing to lose today and throughout all eternity no we're not saved by our works but when we let the Great Spirit lead us good works will automatically be seen as a result the subjects that we've covered in this native New Day film series are special because they have an eternal consequence on so many people's lives hundreds of you have told us that you have been deeply thankful for the way these studies have helped you to come to know the Lord Jesus and His plan of salvation for you. This truly thrills my heart. You know, my friends, we can study these truths until the Lord comes. But unless we're willing to step out and do what He says, it will do us no good. He says, If you love me, keep my commandments. Just your words are worth nothing. This shows that your faith in Christ is meaningless. Faith alone without action is as good as dead. Friends, it's the same way with heaven's warriors who have the heart to step out and follow and go the direction that the Holy Spirit has asked them to go. But don't forget one thing. All God is asking is for us to have a willing heart, and He will provide the strength we need to do what's right. It is only as we step out in the direction to do all that He's asked that our Lord reaches down to pick us up and carry us over the abyss of the spiritually cold, frozen world. Perils surround us, and we are safe only as we feel our weakness and cling with a grasp of faith to our mighty Deliverer. He wants us to have a childlike faith that trust in a Father who will never let us down. My dear brother and sister, I want to be that way, don't you? This is why it's so important that we learn to be led hour by hour and minute by minute by the Holy Spirit. Thank you for joining me here in this great northern waterway above Minnesota and Canada. And until next time, let only the good spirit guide you.